0: the coffee days podcast with georgia Patoko, where i will be your host we're in the let's catch up over coffee era so you grab yourself your favorite coffee and come and join me all right so today we are going to be talking about something that is personally something i find very exciting to talk about um and something i could talk about for a long time since it's a huge part of my life um And that simply is moving to Australia. Um, So I'm going to talk about it from my experience, which was moving from England to Australia. Um, But you could apply most of these tips to just moving overseas. So if you're moving, I don't know, America, Canada, Europe, um, or I guess even just moving like Somewhere else, other than your hometown. Um, So, yeah, I hope these tips can resonate with you guys and help. Um, So, obviously, when looking at moving away, you're going to come across the obvious stuff that people tell you to do. So, when I was moving over to Australia, when I did the Google of trying to find like a list of things I needed to prepare um, or you know have ready for moving out here it would be the typical stuff like um getting yourself your tax file number setting yourself up a bank account looking into all of the visa options uh finding a job finding an apartment um setting up an account for transferring money from your english account to your australian account etc etc um So that's kind of the stuff you're going to find when you're looking up tips for moving away. That's what I found anyway, Um, which is so important. So I would definitely recommend, you know, uh, looking at those lists and starting to check those off. But remember, you don't need to check it all off. I did most of it when I got to Australia. Um, As long as you have a good idea of what you need. So anyway, that's the kind of stuff you find. So I'm not going to be giving you tips based on that kind of stuff. Just because I personally feel like you could have all of those um, things ticked off. But still not be happy out here. Um, Still be miserable. Cut your time short. Be like, this is not how I thought it was going to be. And get back on that flight home. Um so I'm going to be talking about things that I genuinely believe um allowed me to be here for so long and have a reasonably positive and amazing experience. Um I don't think I need to state the obvious that there's obviously lows when you live away, but there's lows when you live at home as well. So I would feel like that's pretty obvious. Um But as a whole, I've had the best time and moving away is genuinely one of the best decisions I ever made. Um, So I'm going to share with you things that I believe helped me to feel that way about moving away. Because I know not everyone does. Um, Okay, so let's get started. So the first tip I'm going to say is be prepared to step outside of your comfort zone. So what I mean by this is obviously the first step of stepping out of your comfort zone is leaving your job, leaving your friends and family, booking your visa and your flights, and heading over to Australia. Yes, that is stepping out of your comfort zone, and yes, that is the first step. However... (laughs) This may seem obvious to some people, but you know, not everyone um, realizes that actually once you get out here, you're gonna need to be prepared to step out of your comfort zone a lot more than just booking that flight and coming over to Australia. Now, what I mean by that is just simply be prepared to be open-minded um, and willing to try new things. So for example, If you don't have a job lined up, um, but obviously you're looking for work, you need an income, you may find that you can't find anything in a job in what you specialize in. So in order to get income, you may need to just try something else for a while. The same as all of your friends and family aren't out here. So the people that you spend time with may not necessarily be people that you're used to spending time with. They may be into different things, have different hobbies. Um, And obviously it's important to surround yourself with like-minded people, but when you first come out here and you don't know anyone, that might be quite difficult. Um, So you just need to stay open-minded and willing to try new things, which of course, in in, in a whole, in a nutshell, Um, you know that's stepping out of your comfort zone so you have to be prepared to continuously step out of your comfort zone um, once you're here just as well as you know booking that flight it doesn't stop there so I guess you could tie that into being open to reinvent yourself to expand on yourself um, you know experiment with different sides of you that you didn't realize you have, um, adapting to your surroundings and your situation, your environment. Um, An example of that would be, I came to Australia with somebody. Um, We both had a working holiday visa, so it was kind of in the plans that obviously we would spend that together. you know, just to have someone we were both familiar with and company, Um, and then the situation changed, and I ended up leaving them after um, around three to four weeks, um, because the circumstances changed. Now, obviously, I'm on my own in this big country, I've only been there for like three, four weeks, it's all a little bit overwhelming that now I need to go off and figure everything out purely just by myself. And I could have just been like, you know what, this was a stupid idea, I'm gonna head back home and go to what I was comfortable with, which is probably what I would have done when I was younger. Another little side story, when I was younger, I did book um, a season in Zandi, but then my friend couldn't go anymore, and I could have gone on my own. But I was just too nervous. So I never ended up going. I lost all of my money for it um, because I was just too nervous. So in this situation where I'm now in Australia, I'm in this big country on my own and I need to figure everything out for myself. In the time where I could have just gone home and played it safe, I said to myself, no, there is no way I am leaving. I'm going to figure this out. Um, So I kind of learned different sides to me than I did when I was at home and again stepping out of that comfort zone. What I actually did is I ended up reaching out to friends that I knew were near where I was staying and that's kind of where things began to fall into place. So that leads to my tip number two which is not being afraid to reach out to people. So I see so many people come out here and they end up going back home or being miserable because they feel lonely. Um, they don't end up making any friends out here, etc. And a lot of the time, like they haven't tried to even like reach out to anyone um, or express how they're feeling to anyone, which I completely get. But you know, this, that's why I'm saying as the second tip, and I would say one of the most important tips is to reach out to people. If you know there's friends out here who are living nearby you or even in another state, reach out to them because chances are they're gonna respond and they're gonna be a 100 times nicer than you thought they would be because everyone's in the same boat out here and I can guarantee that everyone has felt lonely at some stage of living abroad. So if someone reaches out to you feeling that way and needing somewhere to stay for a while or whatever, or some advice, the chances are that other person is gonna respond because they've been in that boat and they know how it feels. After these three, four months, when I had to find somewhere else to go on my own, that is simply what I did. I had a friend living nearby and I reached out to her and she very, very kindly let me stay at hers rent-free for like, again, like three to four weeks. And she took me on some amazing, trips and showed me some amazing places um because she had been living out in Australia for a very very long time because her and her family moved from England when she was younger um out here because her parents are teachers um and it was the best thing I ever did like and you know even if I had stayed out here but I'd not reached out to her and I had tried to figure things out myself I probably would have just run out of money and had no friends and gone home a month later So, reaching out in that time was the best thing I ever could have done because that set me up for my journey out here. And I genuinely believe that. That allowed me to have an extra month of reaching out to other people, finding other places to stay, researching Australia a little bit more and figuring out what I was going to do. It allowed me more time. Now, I know not everyone is fortunate enough to be able to do that. Um, and, and maybe they literally do not know anyone out here. But if you do, reach out to your friends because you'll be surprised at how willing they are to help you. Something else I would say on, the, on that note is if you don't know anyone out here, don't be afraid to post on your socials. So another thing I did was because um, to be honest i didn't realize how many people i did know out here until i reached out um and not even people that i knew but just people from my hometown that were out here so i actually would post uh stories mainly on instagram um Just being like, does anyone have advice on this, et cetera, et cetera. I think a lot of the stuff I would post asking advice about at that time was just like farm work and trips, um, recommended trips, things like that. And by doing that, I then had, honestly, had so many people reach out to me who were out in Australia that I didn't even realize some of them were friends from school, some of them just lived... um, in my hometown maybe mutual friends knew my name whatever and so many of them reached out to me and put so much time into helping me and I'm being genuinely serious like um, a lot of them would send me voice notes some of them would offer for a phone call um and another bloody girl actually so lovely I've become really good friends with her and very good friends with her friends as well one of them in which is one of my like best friends now she was a girl from my hometown and she was following me on Instagram and she seen one of my posts and she reached out and she said, Hey, um, I know this might sound funny, but I've seen you posting. Um, I'm in Sydney. If you want to come stay with me over Sydney um over sydney if you want to come stay with me over christmas then you're so welcome to like i'd I'd never met this girl and she was opening her doors to me and asking if i wanted to come stay with her over christmas um which was so lush um because obviously you don't want to be on your own really at christmas time So of course I said yes and I took a wrap on it and I spent like the two weeks of her over Christmas in Sydney. I met all of her friends. I did so many events with them and it was like the best Christmas I've ever had. And again, that set me up for the next part in the journey out here. If I hadn't have had that, again, I might've gone home. So can you see how all of these things that are keeping me in Australia are just simply through reaching out to people and posting for help. Just not being afraid to be like, hey, I don't know what this is. I need help with this. Um, And then everything just stemmed from there. And like I said, I met all of her lovely friends. And she's not in Australia anymore. And she hasn't been for the last few years. But I'm still very good friends with some of her friends, especially one of them, um, who I meet all the time. So I couldn't imagine not being friends with her now. So it's just crazy the effects, like the dominoes ripple effect that these things have. So please, please reach out to people, post on your socials for help and don't be afraid to do it because people are gonna help you. On the same note, if people reach out to you when you're out here, help them because you never know when, you know, tables are gonna turn and you might need that help. I see it, this might sound like stupid because obviously I see all of these people as my friends but think of it as like making connections. You know, in a workplace, you make connections because it could lead to really cool job opportunities think of it in that kind of way um that anyone that's reaching out and needs help if you help them it's likely that the favor will be returned at some point um etc so that tip number two is definitely probably the one i would say is the main one the main reason why i am still out here So I just want to expand on that point as well a little bit further. So also what I've actually done on um, Instagram before is if I'm looking to find out about a trip out here or, for example, when I was looking to find my farm work, um, I actually would... Type in on the hashtags, kind of the place I was looking at to go, and then find someone that was there, um, because they would like hashtag their pictures. I'd see that they were there, and I would actually drop them a message and ask for advice and be like, "Hey, um, would you recommend? I need to do my farm work. Would you recommend this place, etc." And I had people do that to me as well. Um, so even if you don't see anyone coming up on your socials that is out in Australia or wherever you're looking to move. Um, and you're putting up stories, and no one's responding to you, just go on your hashtags, see if, see if anyone's where you're looking to go, and just reach out to them, um, but if all of that fails, then even just simple things, like when you're walking into a cafe to buy a coffee, just being open, like letting your body language look like you're open for a conversation, a lot of the time people are busy, so yeah, maybe there's going to be no conversation that happens in these kind of environments but you'd be surprised like sometimes that is where you'll meet someone that you'll become friends with um honestly I've had it happen so just be open wherever you are to engage in a conversation honestly when I first came out here um, when I was staying with the girl I actually told you about who invited me to stay with her over Christmas um, her and all of her mates were obviously working because they'd been out here for a while so I would just go chill down the beach on my own um, and I had people come over to me it happened a few occasions um, this is very Australian, Australian as well I feel like um, but I had people on a few occasions come over like hey like, do you mind if I just leave my bag by you whilst I go in the water Like, can you just watch my bag and I had a girl do that I was like yeah yeah sure and then when she came back to get her bag I was like anyway because I could tell she was a backpacker I was like anyway and I like stroke up a conversation and then next thing you know we're sat sunbathing together chatting and then we went and got some food together I never actually ended up seeing her after that but we did get I did get her number um we both ended up going to the same event like the next week but just little things like that, just being open to get to know someone. Um, again, if you're joining a gym, you know, speak to the receptionist, find out uh, what's good around the area, just like be open. To strike up a conversation wherever you are. Because that's how you're going to meet people. It's not easy. Some people are lucky and they come out here. And they have their group of mates from home out here. I didn't really have that. I had lots of friends from home out here. But they were all spread out across Australia. I didn't have like that big group when I first came out here. So I had to do all of these little steps to create myself a group basically. Um, Yeah so don't be afraid to do that. So... Tip number two about just being open to get to know people leads me into my third tip, which is doing your farm work early. The reason I say it leads into that is because the main reason is because that is where you're gonna meet most of your friends. That is where I met my friends, which I've had for most of my time out in Australia. A lot of them have gone home now, but for like after my farm work for the following few years, That group was who I spent all of my time with and that is where I met one of my best, best friends ever who isn't out here anymore, Um, but we were like inseparable when she was out here. So yeah, the reason I would say to do your farm work early is for a few reasons. One of them being is that is genuinely where you're most likely to meet all of your friends. Um, If you think about it this way, when you're trying to get your second year visa, you have to do three months worth of farm work you always end up saying for longer than three months because with farm work, if you've done it, you'll know it's really like weather dependent as well a lot of the time. So if it rains, you then get, the work gets called off for that day and then you've got to stay even longer um, so that you make sure you get like your three months worth of farm work or like your 88 days. Um, so you end up spending probably around four months with these people You're usually, like, living in a hostel with them and then you're working with them. So you're spending a lot of time getting to know these people. You're having this crazy, wild, weird experience together which makes you closer Um, because I'll tell you now, farm work is something, like, I have never experienced before. Um, Bloody, I, I don't know, you can tell I'm, like, speechless even thinking about it. Like, some of the work I did on the farm was so hard. Like when I was in the banana shed, that was like one of the hardest work I have ever done. Um, I was on another farm for a little bit, which was a little bit cushy, but the banana shed was one of the hardest, probably the hardest work I have ever done. so physically painful, mentally draining, very long hours is hard but you're doing this with people and you're getting to know them you're sharing that experience together um, so you make some really really good friends when you're on the farm a lot of the time so yeah really do your research into finding a good farm because that's the kind of experience that you want you want to leave that farm with a group of mates or even just a few mates Um, yes that's one of the reasons I would say to do your farm work early another reason is as I said A lot of the time, the work is weather dependent. So if it is raining and you get called off, um, the work gets called off, you're going to have to stay there even longer to get your days so that you can apply for your second year visa. So if you leave that too late um, in your first year, you're going to run out of time and you're going to have to go home and you're not going to have enough time to finish your farm work. And I have seen that happen to people. So... They're two of the main reasons why I would do your farm work early two other reasons why i would say to do it early is one with the group of mates you're going to meet you may decide to then book like a traveling trip after um for example i did my farm work up near cairns um and then i traveled and did the east coast trip back down to sydney to then come and work so you're kind of like piling it all into one you know you've done your farm work you then are excited to leave you've got a trip to look forward to and then you get to like Sydney or whatever city you wanna land in and then you start working. And yeah, you can meet some really great people to do these trips with because when you first arrive, you might wanna do these trips, but maybe you don't have someone to do it with. So that's another reason. And also another reason I would say is because finding work in some of the cities out here is very hard. Like it's took me literally like three months to find a job um, when I first, came to Sydney from the farm. It took me three months um, until I got offered a job. I mean, with some people you'll get offered straight away. It depends what you're looking for and what you specialize in. But yeah, I was being quite picky with what I wanted, so it took me a while. Um, So what you could be doing whilst you're doing your farm work is also scrolling on SEEK and applying for stuff in the city that you wanna go to after the farm. So you're kind of ticking off two boxes at once, you're doing your farm work, you're getting your days, and you're applying for jobs whilst you're there so that when you do leave, you have a job to go to uh, once you land in the city that maybe you're planning to stick around for for a bit. What I also wanna mention is a mistake that a lot of people make, is once they have their group from the farm, they just stick to that group uh, once they land in the next city because a lot of the time uh, people from the farm will then go to the same place to settle and work. So, for example, in my case, like I said, I was doing my farm work up near Cairns um, and then everyone went to Sydney to settle and work. The problem with when you just stick with that group is a lot of the time a lot of them are going to end up going home. So I know with the first group that I made from the farm, most of them ended up not wanting to stay in Australia. So they just did like their two years and then they left. Now what that happens is you then end up being left with no friends basically. And I'm not going to lie, there was a small period, probably after COVID where I was literally like, I have no friends out here. Um, Most of them were gone and... It can be quite hard making new friends sometimes, like I said in my first tip, unless you're, uh, in my second tip, unless you're really open to try and meet new friends. So what I would encourage is, whilst you are still spending time with that group and doing fun things with them, still meet new people. Because like I said, if that group then leave and you want to stay and live in Australia, you kind of feel like you're left with nobody Um, so really stay open to meeting new people the whole time always welcome new people into the group and don't just mix with people from like England Ireland etc meet Australians because at the end of the day they're the ones that are gonna stick around so yeah that would be my third tip for you guys Okay, so my fourth tip is gonna be to come out with money. So hear me out on this one, because in the same breath, if you are constantly saying, I'll come out when I have this amount of money, when I have this, when I've done that, you're probably gonna overthink your way out of coming out here and it's not gonna happen. Because at the end of the day, I feel like everyone is gonna feel like it's it's never enough money that they have kind of thing. Um, So you don't want to be that extreme, but on the same breath, you want to make sure that when you come out, you you have a good amount of money, because at the end of the day, a lot of people are coming out here so that they can enjoy themselves and experience, like, the Australian dream, whatever that looks like to you. So... I would personally say come out with a good amount of money and spend a bit of time traveling first. So the reason I say this is because I have seen so many people come out here um, and they get straight to Sydney, they get a job straight away and then they end up having to leave after like a year or two because of their visa and they've never been outside of Sydney. It genuinely happens a lot. I personally feel like sometimes because I'm I've obviously been out here for over five years now so I'm living and I'm working so it's a little bit different but sometimes I do feel like oh like I need to plan a trip or something I've been just doing this for so long I need to remember why I'm here and I need to remember to enjoy and see Australia but like I have experienced other parts of Australia because I travelled first but for people that come straight to Sydney, yeah like it comes to the time where they need to leave and they're like shit I haven't even seen any of Australia. So I would definitely recommend before you fall into getting an apartment, getting a job, go and see some of Australia first. Even if it's as simple as just booking a trip, you don't need to do The whole East Coast trip is this thing that everyone thinks they need to do. And I'll tell you what, it's bloody brilliant. So I can see why people want to do it. Um, But you don't need to just come and do the East Coast trip. You can just book a trip to Fraser Island. You could book a weekend on like Twit Sundays, Magnetic Island. You could go see like so many different things. Just book a trip to Gold Coast, um, Byron Bay. It doesn't have to be like the whole East Coast. But go see some parts of Australia um, because you will regret it if you don't, I I think. Um, So, yeah, that's why I would say come with some money so that you can spend a month or two just enjoying yourself um, and seeing different parts of Australia. Because once you settle in a city, you've then got your apartment, you know, you signed a 12-month lease You get yourself a job, it's a good job, you're earning good money, it's gonna be harder to leave that. So I would definitely say, when you arrive, go see some stuff. Even if you come and you do your farm work first, go and see something after your farm work before you settle and you will not regret it. I also feel like when you first arrive, it's the best time to travel, simply because you're kind of in that carefree mindset anyway. You're kind of excited because you're in this new place. You're not as familiar with how much the dollars are. Once you start earning the money out here and you realise how expensive rent is and stuff, you kind of like don't want to then spend that money on doing some of these trips because it can be expensive. So I think that's also a reason why when you first get out here is the best time to do it so that you can experience that kind of carefree backpacker lifestyle. Um, Yeah. Okay, so number five. I think we're on number five. I've kind of lost count. Um, But number five would be to look into jobs that sponsor, etc. So look into your visa options. Um, I know I said at the start, That's kind of something that you see everywhere and it's very obvious. Um, But I would say that one in particular is very important because of course that is how you can stay in Australia. Um, So if you're like me and you fall in love with Australia and you're like, I never wanna leave, um, then looking into your visa options earlier rather than later is definitely very important so yeah if you're on your first year of your working holiday visa you've maybe done your farm work um, and you're like I never want to leave then start looking into that early Um, you don't want to leave it too late then have to go home at the end of the day I always say there is always an option and if you really want it you will do it but (laughs) Australian government are strict um, they're great That's why I love this country. Um, But it's it's very strict um, and the visa situation is hard and it's expensive. So like I said, if you feel like you want to stay long term, then get looking into your visa options sooner rather than later. Um, Leading off from that, which I guess could be tip number six or tie in with that is stay consistent because you do definitely come across hurdles when you're out here and I do think that the visa thing is one of the biggest hurdles that people come across so stay consistent because if you want it to work out it will as long as you're putting the actions together to eventually get to what you want you will do it so stay consistent with your visa options Speak to different immigration lawyers, speak to friends, post for advice on your socials. Um, Yeah, just keep going and you will get to where you need to be. Um, So yeah, staying consistent can tie in with the visa situation. If you're trying to find a job, if you're trying to find an apartment, I know it's really hard right now in Sydney, um, just keep going, just keep going and keep reaching out to people. Um, You need to stay consistent because there will be hurdles um, and you've got to be willing to just keep going. Um, Because I can tell you what, you're going to have hurdles at home as well. It may be a little bit more cushy, you know, if you can move into like a family's house or something, but you will still come across hurdles at home. So I guess where would you rather face the hurdles? I know I'd rather be out here doing that. So yeah, just stay consistent and keep going. All right, so... The last and final tip I'm gonna give is simply if you don't want to be out here then don't and I just mean that in the sense that you don't need to be here just because you think it's what everyone else is doing. There was a time where I feel like it was only people that genuinely wanted to travel and it was like a certain kind of person that came and did this type of stuff like living away traveling etc and now I feel like and I do think it's since COVID um you know people aren't happy at home and they're seeing on social media people away and thinking oh my god that's the life and then they're coming over but maybe they're not necessarily people that always wanted to do this it's just like a recent thing and then of course they come over and they realize Yeah there's some great parts of living abroad but it's still just as hard in some ways as living back at home and they're miserable and they don't want to be here but they stay here because they feel like that's the right thing to do, maybe they're going to fail if they go home, that's how they feel Um, and they're kind of just doing it because everyone's out here. I would say in that situation don't feel like you have to be here just because your friends or other people are here. If it doesn't work for you, then don't try and force it. You know, at the same time, if something hard happens, try and keep going. See if it gets better. But if it doesn't and you're really miserable, you don't have to stay here. Um, If it's not for you, it's not for you. And I guess along that note as well, like if you are coming out here and you're struggling to find work, jobs, jobs, um apartments friends etc um don't be afraid to try a different state um a different city i guess the point is you don't have to just follow what everyone else is doing um you know you can follow your own path as well um But yeah, I I feel like that's kind of like my main tips for you guys. They're just the ones that really stick out for me and I genuinely believe um, have really helped my experience out here um, and has led me to where I am. I feel like as important as it is taking off all of the important stuff like bank accounts, jobs, apartments tax file number all of that kind of stuff I feel like if you may have all of that and still not be happy so these are just little tips that have I personally feel made me want to stay out here and why I've been out here for so long um there's so much other stuff I could go into but yeah these are the things that stick out for me and I hope they help you guys and I hope that they can prepare anyone that's looking to come out here I'm always open um for advice and a chat if anyone wants to talk and has any questions i know i do get a lot of messages from people back at home who are moving out here um and i love it i'm always open to help um but yeah i think i'll do another episode soon on kind of like um different places to visit places i loved places i'd recommend um and all of that kind of stuff but for now i hope you enjoyed and i will see you guys soon